Hello everyone, welcome to RLCC Radio, where you can grow in your faith together with others by listening to our daily devotionals, sermons, and other audio broadcasts. Feel free to share this tool with others. Also, join us every day as we explore God's truth together. Let's dive in. sinasabi ni, ano, ni uh, Brother Paul yung kanyang edad. <laughs> parang talagang napaalalahanan ako na kasi ko ano yung edad niya, parang sabi ko, ano ko kaya, ilang taon na kaya. <laughs> so parang ano, no, nakaka-feel na rin ako ng ano, parang wow, talagang lumilipas na talaga yung panahon, di ba? Kasi alala ko, no, eh kailan ka ba napunta dito, Brother Paul, sa RLCC? 2006. Oh, wow. Sa ilang taong ka noon, nung pumunta ka dito? 22. Yeah, wow, praise God. 22 years old. Ano? Nung isang araw, medyo talagang feeling nostalgic ako eh. Kasi nakita ko sa Facebook, yung um, parang uh, lumabas eh, bigla. Yung kanta ng Carpenters. Sino sa inyo nakabutan nyo na yung Carpenters? Ha? Huh? Okay. Iba sa inyo, hindi, hindi yung sa reconstruction, ano? Ano yun? Sikat na ano yun, na Oo, oh, na duo, magkapatid sila. Si Karen Carpenter, saka si Richard Carpenter. Alam nyo ba yung kantang Close to You? O, oh, di ba? Tapos yung Rainy Days and Mondays? Yeah. Yeah. Gusto nyo makantahin ko? <laughs> yung mga kabataan, hindi nila alam. Anyway, nakita ko kasi, oh, kaya medyo na, ano, na-throwback ako. No? So, pinakinggan ko sa Spotify, yung Carpenters. Kasi hindi pa ako tumigil doon. Ganun pa ako, talagang ni-research ko pa ng ano, yung tukot sa Carpenters. At isa sa medyo nakakalukot na storya doon, for those of you who may not know, yung babae doon, who is, napakaganda yung boses niya, si Karen Carpenter. Okay? Siya yung may boses na Ano ba yun? Contralto ba ang tawag dyan? Contralto, which is the lowest voice ng mga kababaihan. Parang halos lalaki na, pero hindi pa. Babae pa rin. Contralto. Okay? Kaya ang ganda ng mga kantay, di ba? You're close to you, di ba? Why do birds? Anyway. So, yun di ba? Yung uh, kanta ng, ng Carpenters, no? Ang, ang masaklap doon, yung storya ni Karen Carpenter was that she died at the young age of 32 years old. 32 lang. Namatay na si Karen Carpenter. Diba? Kumbaga, nasa ano siya, no? Uh, peak ng kanyang buhay. And ang masaklap nung kaya siya namatay is because ang sakit niya is anorexia. Now, let me assure you, wala akong anorexia. Nag- nagda-diet lang ako. So, magkaiba yun, okay? Yung anorexia, ayaw niya na kumain. No? So, bumaba na bumaba yung timbang niya hanggang sa eventually na, na namatay siya. At the age of 32, because of heart failure. Kasi hindi na kumakain eh. Okay? Now, ito pa yung masaklap doon. Kaya siya namatay, o kaya siya nag-anorexia, is because she didn't feel loved. Mula sa pamilya niya, sa mga tao, sikat siya, pero she felt all alone. And I, what, I was really parang ano doon, parang kawawa naman. Sa gitna ng napakarami mga fans, ang daming tao, sikat na sikat siya, she felt all alone. 
And nobody, feeling niya, nobody really loved her. Meron mo yan? You know, I believe na sa church, this should never be a place, itong RLCC, should never, never really be a place kung saan you not feel loved. Now, I, I know there are times I miss we fail in that area. Pero please be assured, it, it's never our intention na ma-feel mo na habang nandito ko sa RLCC o bilang bahagi ng RLCC, na ma-feel mo na parang walang nagmamahal sa'yo. It's never our intention. Kung meron ba mga ganong sitwasyon, we feel na hindi yun dapat. At kailangan i-correct yun. Okay? Kaya nga, whenever somebody would come to me and tell me, Pastor, sa RLCC naman, di ko na- naramdaman yung pag-ibig. That really breaks my heart. Kasi this is not who we are. Eh. Di ba? As a church. Hindi po yan ang layunin natin o mitiin natin. We want to be a place kung saan kahit sino ka pa, kahit ano pa yung pinagdaraanan mo, kahit ano pa yung you know, background mo, kahit uh, naging struggle ka, we want you to feel na we care for you and we love you. At uh, hindi ka namin uusgaan. Although we, we might speak the truth in love, katulad ni Paul Galang, di ba? We, we sometimes you know, have to speak to him in a very straightforward way, pero hindi dahil hindi namin siya ma because we love him. So, we speak to him and tell him na, oh, Paul, mag-asawa ka na, or something like that, you know. But, but we, we, we want to be honest. Pero hindi yung parang, ano, i-reject ka namin. And today, I want to talk about something na hopefully magtulong-tulong tayo to create, no, in our church. As you well know, ito yung ating series, you know, uh, Grace is Greater. And we're talking about yung four means of grace, just to review lang, baka some of you might be first time dito or maybe nakalimutan nyo na kung series natin. Pinag-usapan natin yung iba't ibang ginagamit ni Lord to pour out grace sa buhay natin. And as you well know, grace is something very important, di ba? So we talked about spiritual conversations with God. Kaya lagi namin kayo motivate to pray. Kasi it is through prayer that God's grace comes into our lives. Tapos, we um, also shared with you dito sa series na to, yung kahalagaan ng scriptures. Hindi natin pwedeng kaligtaan niya kasi pag pinababayaan natin yan, tayo yung naapektuhan, spiritually speaking. And then, of course, on last Sunday, yung sacred activities. Tulad nitong ginagawa natin ngayon, o small group meetings, so whatever, na ano, kahit online pa yan, o face-to-face, yan ay mga banal na pagtitipo na dapat dapat pinapahalagahan at hindi dapat pinagpapalit ng basta-basta kasi importante yon sa ating buhay spiritual. Now, of course today, this is what we want to talk about. Spiritual relationships. Okay? Ito yung ikaapat. Very important. Unfortunately, hindi siya ganoon ka ano minsan, parang nabibigyan ng importansya. I know that there are some people na parang sa isip nila, they can just continue on in their Christian life without really giving importance o kahalagahan dun sa spiritual relationships na dapat nangyayari. When I say spiritual relationships, I mean to say, uh, you know, it could be mentoring or counseling or 
companionship or spiritual direction, yung mga iba't ibang mga relationships na hindi lang parang meet to the crowd, but gaya na sinabi nga ni, ni Brother Paul kanina, you know, uh, we invested in his life personally. No? And I hope and pray na sa RLCC, this is something na masasabi natin na sana parang kumbaga kultura ng church. But of course, hindi naman basta-basta mangyayari yun. Unless of course tayong lahat ay nagkakaisa doon. At tulong-tulong natin pinapatupad yun. Now, I want to talk about this. Okay? And uh, with the help of the Holy Spirit, dalangin ko na by the end of the sermon, sana po mapunta sa puso natin yung yung realidad na, ano, yung reality na I need to be connected you know, in the body of Christ. Hindi lang dapat ako umaatin. I need to have spiritual relationships in my life. At hindi yung parang kung kailan lang, yung pagtipong, di ba, bumaksak ka na. Ano, yung tipong nagkasala ka na ng malupit. <laughs> Saka mo palang may isip that you need other people. Sana before that, before mangyari yun, As, as part of your daily followership of the Lord, na meron kang mga accountability relationships. That's my goal. At yun ang prayer ko. Hindi lang natin pag-usapan ito. But after this sermon and service, ilagay mo na sa heart mo, I really need to connect with brothers and sisters in the Lord. Para sa ganoon, my life would be a life that is fruitful and, you know, hindi yung Uh, mapariwaraan sino man sa atin. Amen po ba? Alright, so manalangin tayo. Let's pray. Kasi napakahalaga po nito. Lord, we come before you uh, as a church. Uh, alam namin, Lord, na you know, sa gaya nga na sinabi kanina, life can be very challenging with so many changes and all of that. Pero yung steadfast love mo, Panginoon, hindi nagbabago. That is so true. And yet, it is also true, Panginoon, that your love is often communicated sa amin through means of grace. At ito nga yung pag-uusapan namin today, that your love is communicated also through other people in the body of Christ. Na mahalaga na meron kami mga spiritual friendships, meron kami mga katuwang o people who come alongside in our journey of faith. na hindi kami nag-iisa lamang trying to live our Christian lives by our own ability. Tulungan mo kami, Lord, because this is a challenge sa panahon ngayon because of so much individualism. Nagkakanya-kanya ang mga tao rather than yung will mo sa amin to be interconnected like a, like a body, like a physical body kung saan yung mga different parts are connected with each other. Salamat po, Lord. Speak to us, Panginoon, in Jesus' name. We open our hearts to you sa umagang ito. And this is our prayer in the mighty name of Jesus. At lahat ang sumasangayon sa akin magsabi ng Amen. 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 God chooses various means to pour His grace upon our lives. Now, God can, of course, give you the grace ng the way, kumbaga, diretso na, di ba? But He chooses means. Okay, uh, perhaps because, you know, in his wisdom, gusto niya na magkaroon tayo ng decision or choice. At hindi lang yung parang i-overwhelm niya tayo ng grace niya. Di ba? 
He makes it available para maka-decide ka if you want it. Minsan, naririnig ko yung mga tao na binabanggit nila lagi yung tukos sa grace ni God. Pero often in reference to something in the past. Now listen, totoo yun. God, by His amazing grace, niligtas niya tayo. But please, please, makinig po tayo. God's grace is not past tense. God's grace is present tense. It is something na gusto niyang maranasan mo day to day ng buhay mo. Amen? Now, it is grace alone that can enable us to be the kind of person He wants us to be and to do His will. There is no way na ma-accomplish mo yung anything pertaining to the will of God sa life mo apart from God's grace. Kaya kumbaga, ito yung pinaka-oxygen ng buhay natin, spiritually speaking. Pasensya kayo, may, may duwende kasi ako nilagay dito sa, sa bulls ako. Without grace, remember, there's nothing. The, the, you know, you, you cannot be and you cannot do kung ano man yung will of God. You might try, pwede mo subukan. You might try to be a good person. Halimbawa, you might try to do the things na sinasabi ni Lord sa Bible. You can try, but you will fail. And eventually, at the end of all your effort, marirealize mo, you cannot do it. So, buti pa, ngayon pala, sumuko ka na. Because yung self-effort natin, with the, which the Bible calls flesh, yun ang tawag sa Bible niyan, flesh. Flesh doesn't mean na, you know, masama ka. It just means na yung sarili mo kakayanan is not enough. Hindi mo kayang baguhin ang sarili mo. Amen? Kung na-wofrustrate ka sa ugali mo, Let me tell you, wala kang ma- ka magagawa. Hindi ka makakabili sa Shopee o sa Lazada ng solusyon. It is only God's grace that can change you as a person so that you will become the kind of person that God wants you to be. Kaya nga, pag isang mananampalatay na mumuhay apart from God's grace, hindi siya nag- nagre-rely doon. That's really going to lead to a lot of frustration sa buhay mo. Kaya nga may mga Christians nag-give up eh. May kilala ba kayo ganoon? Kasi di ba may mga Christians na nag-give up? Kasi nagtatry sila eh. Gusto nila sumunod, gusto nila maging mabait eh. Pero they always end up in failure. So, ang nagiging conclusion nila, wag na lang, hindi ko kaya eh. Well, ang dapat mong maging conclusion is, hindi ko kaya, so si Lord na dapat, talaga dapat na pagkatiwalaan ko. Yun ang dapat na conclusion natin doon, di ba? Now, this is the reason why we should Be intentional. Sabi niyo nga po, intentional. Ang ibig sabihin intentional, hindi yung naghihintay ka, di ba? Ibig sabihin intentional is you make a way. At kung ano man yung hindrance, kung ano man yung parang pipigil sa'yo para maka-avail ka ng grace na yun, you, you, you ask God for help or you look for uh, some kind of uh, parang counseling sa mga tao na nakakaalam, paano ko ba ma-overcome yun? Kasi you need the grace from God. So, making a bonded use of the various means of grace, katulad ng prayer, hindi ka nahirapak mag-pray, ask God to to help you and maybe to seek counsel sa mga tao who are further down the road sa prayer life nila para ma-figure out how to overcome it. Kasi without prayer, you cannot grow. Kung di ka mag-a-avail ng scriptures in your daily walk, kasi nahirapak ka, magbabasa ka ng Bible, naantok ka, You need help. 
Pero hindi solusyon yung huwag ka magbasa ng Bible, huwag ka mag-meditate, huwag ka mag-contemplate. Hindi solusyon yun. It's, it's actually a non-solution. It's going to lead to a problematic Christian life. Pag tumingi ka ng mga Kristiyano na nagbabackslide, usually it's because na pinabayaan nila yung prayer life, pinabayaan nila yung scripture intake nila, pinabayaan na nila yung sacred activities, hindi na sila dumadalo sa mga gawain. That's why nag-fall sila eh, because you need God's grace in order to be strong. And God's grace comes to our life through means. Am I making myself clear? So kalimutan mo yung mga bagay niya, huwag kang mag-pray, huwag kang mag-meditate sa scripture, huwag kang sumama sa mga small group o gathering. Subukan mo gawin lahat yun and you will fall. Guaranteed yun. Because Satan and sin is more powerful than your own willpower. Kahit sabi mo sarili mo, hindi, hindi ako gagawa ng masama apart from God's grace, you will fall. Yan ang dahilan bakit marami mga sikat na mga tao ngayon, nababalitaan nyo, nagpo-fall. Because they think they can just go on and be busy and be busy sa mga karir nila, sa even ministry. Pwede ka maging busy sa ministry and not rely on God's grace. So, I hope na naiintindihan nyo yun. Very important. Now, there is one means, mayroong isang means, that most of us are not using as much as we should. At yan ay walang iba kundi yung spiritual relationships. Now, I don't mean to judge anybody, pero I know for a fact na minsan talaga struggle lang ilan sa atin dito, we don't actually intentionally pursue it. In fact, some of you siguro, ewan ko, if I would ask individually, meron ka bang mentor, meron ka bang somebody that you talk with regularly para sa ganun, there is someone speaking into your life. Na hindi lang ikaw basta nagde-decide. Are you accountable to anyone? So you see? Karamihan sa atin dito, wala. Again, I'm not parang judging you. I'm just saying that this is a problem. Kasi kung di natin bibigyan ng halaga yon, we're missing out on the means of grace na nais ng Panginoon mangyari sa life mo. Now, Balik tarin natin, how many of you have had the opportunity na may makausap kayong isang fellow believer or maybe a pastor like me or somebody na because of that conversation natulungan ka? How many of you can raise up your hands? The dahil dun sa conversation na yun. You see, a lot of you, praise God. But maybe some of you hindi nyo pa nararanasan nyo. You're missing out on something very important sa Christian life mo. Dapat gawin mong intentional yan. Dapat ilagay mo sa schedule mo yan. Dapat, dapat nato sa ano mo yan, priorities in life mo na I need to have somebody walking, alas, walk, walking alongside me in my Christian life para there is someone I can speak to and share kung ano yung mga ginugotro ko and so forth. Para hindi ka nag-iisa. Kasi kung nag-iisa ka lang, then you are, ikaw nga, the number one target ng kaaway. Because Satan is looking for somebody to devour. At ang kanyang nilalamon ng buhay are people who are alone. Pansinin niyo yung mga leon, di ba? Paano sila nag-ano, naghahanap na kanilang kakainin? Hinahanap nila yung mga animals na nahihiwalay. Yung nag-iisa lang, naglalakad. Yung mga tipong mga deer o ano man yung antelope na parang nahiwalay na doon sa pinakagrupo. 
Then they kill that animal. In the same way, spiritually speaking, pa nag-iisa ka, and you don't allow God to use yung means of spiritual grace, you're endangering your spiritual life. Amen? So say to the person beside you, sabihin mo, makinig tayo dito. Oo, sabihin mo. Tapos sabihin mo sa kanya, lalo na ikaw. <laughs> okay. There are four reasons. Bakit nahihirapan tayo? And, uh, you know, why we're not using this as much as we should. I want to talk about these four reasons. Huh? Now, the reason bakit gusto ko bring up sa in your mind, kasi maybe one of these reasons is your reason bakit hindi ka nag engage sa spiritual relationships. Or maybe there may be other reasons, pero no nagme-meditate ako, apat lang yun na isip ko eh. Okay? <laughs> maybe you can come up with other reasons, but let me tell you why. Okay? Number one, first reason. We do not realize the power of deception. Okay? Ano yung deception? Alam nyo ba kung ano yung deception? Yung nalilin lang ka. Right? Ang problema sa deception, hindi mo alam pag nalilin lang ka. Kaya ka tinawag na deception yun. Di ba? Kasi the moment alam mo na nadideceive ka na, hindi na deception yun. Kasi alam mo na eh. But here's the problem na gusto ko maunawaan nyo. Deception is so powerful and so prevalent na maraming mananampalataya are often ika nga caught off guard or after the fact na nila nare-realize that they were deceived. During the time na dinideceive sila, unaware sila. Now, deception is in, the world, in this world both externally as well as internally. Okay, let's, let's read this verse, the second Peter chapter 2, verse 1 to 3. But there were also false prophets among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you. Uh, they will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who bought them, bringing swift destruction on themselves. Many will follow their depraved conduct and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. In their greed, these teachers will exploit you with fabricated stories, Their condemnation has long been hanging over them and their destruction has not been sleeping. In the world that we live in right now, because, lalo na because of technology, ang, ano, ang mga lies ng kaaway is so pervasive. Nung isang araw, nanonood ako ng isang movie and immediately habang umaandar yung story, I could detect talaga now there were lies being communicated through the movie, pero it was so, ika nga parang hidden, so fun, so entertaining yung movie, na unless you are steeped in the Word of God, you would not detect it. Okay? Hindi, hindi mo mapapansin na it's a lie. Kasi, ang power ng technology ngayon, and lalo na sa media, sa sobrang husay na ng mga, mga media ngayon, hindi mo na nga malaman yung Kung ano yung totoo, saka hindi totoo eh, di ba? I mean, for example, ngayon, pag nanolod, kumanolod kayo ng Darna, medyo halata pa yung special effects. Amen? Di ba? Di, bigyan mo sa akin yung pato. Oh. So, yeah, okay, siya may Filipino yun eh. Pero pag nanolod ka na ng mga 
foreign movies na lalo-lalo ng mga Marvel, ganyan, hindi mo na ma-distinguish kung ano yung totoo, ano yung totoo. <laughs> Because it's so, ano eh, ang galing ng pagkagawa eh. That's why, yung feeling mo na parang ano ka na mismo sa story, ah, is so powerful na minsan kung di ka guarded, you will actually be influenced ng mga mensahe through the story. How many of you, while watching a, a movie, okay, uh, maybe playing a, a game on a computer, na immediately may read, may read, may read ano ka, parang, teka, whoops, sandali, that, that's wrong, that's not true. Minsan, di mo na didiscern yun while you are enjoying it. So this is not just parang false, totoo yun, pati mga kulto, siyempre, marami yan. Right now, in fact, karamihan sa mga may pera ay kulto. Sa festival mall ngayon, tinatayo yung isang gusali doon, mismo sa kanto mismo, ha? wala katapat ng FEU. Isang cultic group, nabili nila yung lupa, sila yung may pera eh. Okay? And so can you imagine how they would try to influence ngayon yung mga nakatira doon sa lugar na yun? Ay, kaya ko, di ko ma-imagine how much yung lupa na yun sa gitna, sa kantong mismo ng, ano, ng festival. No? So, what I'm saying is this. Externally, marami mga influences. Now, internally, meron din tayong problema. Sabi sa Bible, uh, James 1:13 to 18, When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does He tempt anyone, but each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Now, ang problema natin, meron tayong mga desires na minsan di natin ma-filter. Meron tayong mga false attachments sa buhay natin na akala natin okay lang, pero actually, it, dis- it leads us away from the sincere love of God. Yung mga simple things na hindi naman masama. Pag sinabi natin mga false attachment and, and also disordered desires, we're not talking about yung mga masasama. Hindi, hindi yung meron kang desire na pumatay. Hindi. Maybe may desire ka lang na maging successful. Is there anything wrong with being successful? Of course not. Wala naman eh. But the problem is nagiging disordered yun because it becomes the number one goal of your life. Yung umasenso ka sa karir mo rather than to do everything according to God's will. Uh, Paul Galang and I were talking about that just recently. Kasi meron tayo mga gusto na hindi naman talaga masama. But they are now more important than God Himself. Kaya ang tawag doon, disordered desires. And here's the problem na meron tayong lahat dito. Without, without another person looking objectively doon sa ginagawa mo, you really think na you're doing okay. Ang sabi sa Bible, then after desire is conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin when it is full grown gives birth to death. Ibig sabihin, proseso yan. If nobody speaks into your life, and one of the techniques of Satan, by the way, is to always convince you na wag mo nang sabihin sa iba yan ang naiisip mo kasi hindi nila maiintindihan. You would know that you are being played for by the enemy kapag ang tendency mo is to keep secret from other people that which is going on inside your heart. 
may mga iniisip ka. I was just talking to a, a young person, talaga very gifted, and sabi niya, well, you know, there were things going on in my life bago ako, kasi nag, nag, ano siya, nagkaroon siya ng pagkakamali. Sabi niya, bago ko nagawa yung pagkakamali, may mga bagay na that was going on in my heart. And I was not really discussing it in a way, sabi niya, kinakwento naman niya, pero not in a way na parang, please hold me accountable, please help me out. Hanggang sa nag-fall na siya, lubusan. You see, tayo lahat dito, may mga nangyayari sa puso natin that is not necessarily from us na tinatanim ni Satan dun sa heart mo so that you will follow after it and then that will lead to your fall. At walang exempted dyan, mga kapatid. Kahit gaano ka nakatagal sa Panginoon. Amen? Maraming storya sa, sa body of Christ ng mga tao na nandun na sa suktula ng kanilang ikanga ministry success and then they fall. Why? Walang pinipili yan eh. If you live ng parang ikaw lang mag-isa and you do not have anybody, a friend, kung saan sinishare mo sa kanya, ito yung mga pumapasok sa isip ko, ito yung mga nafe-feel ko, and you're not accountable, Ano mangyayari nun? Patuloy na mabuburo yun sa puso mo. Hanggang you would commit the sin that leads to your ano, uh, failure spiritually. Of course, I'm not saying na wala ka ng pag-asa. Pero minsan na ano eh, di ba? Na may miss out mo yung, alam mo yun? One time I was, I was just naka, sa bahay ako, nagpe-pray ako. And then there were these thoughts mapasok sa isip ko na eventually na-realize ko, by the way, hindi lahat na pumapasok sa isip mo galing sa'yo. I always say that, di ba? Pag may naisip ka, huwag mo sabihin, ba't ko kaya naisip to? Hindi. Hindi lahat ang mga naisip mo is from you. Some of the things na naisip mo, that's why, kasi spiritual beings tayo, some of the things na naisip mo does not come from you, it comes from the evil one. Kaya kailangan ma-discern mo. Anyway, I was sitting there, naisip ko yung mga bagay na yun, and immediately, I was, I was ano, parang made aware by the Holy Spirit, hindi ko dapat i-meditate yun. And, and so, immediately, sabi ko sa Doon sa thought na yun, of course, nirebuke kayo. Sabi ko, I rebuke that. Because if I indulge in that, all the years of me walking with God will go to waste. I'm 62 years old, and if I go in that direction, all the things that God has done in my life will be wasted. No way, highway. Amen? You see, pag wala kang ganun, mahirapan ka. Don't be deceived, my dear brothers and sisters. Sabi niya, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly light, who does not change like shifting shadows. So may mga bagay na galing kay Lord. You have to discern that. At yung mga bagay na galing kay Lord is always good. Always for your ano, benefit. Tapos sabi niya, He chose to give us birth through the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of all He created. So maganda yung purpose ng Lord, pero kailangan ma-discern mo. Diba? Kaya nga yung body natin, diba, pag medyo mahina yung immune system mo, mapasok yung mga virus at bacteria. Spiritually speaking, pag wala ka rin matibay na immune system, madali kang pasukan ng kasinungalingan. At ang number one naging dahilan yan is because you choose to live alone without accountability. So number one kang victima ng deception. sa mga barkada mo, sa mga kaibigan mo, wah, masama dyan, ano ka ba, sobra ka naman bait. Oo nga naman, ano? Bakit kaya yung mga, bakit yung lifestyle mo, di ba? Di ba? People would always parang challenge yung commitment mo to do something eh. 
Like, di ba, alam niyo naman, nagda-diet ako. Yeah? Obvious ba? And then people will just come to me and say, Pastor, okay ka lang? Mukha ka lang. You know, so, parang sinasabi nila sa akin, itigil mo na yung diet na yan. Kumain ka na ulit ng KFC. So, ikaw, pag hindi, oh nga, no? Mayayanig ka na, di ba? But if you know eh, what you're doing and you know that, you know, yun ang purpose ni Lord sa life mo, and then, yung mga tao nagsasabi sa akin, Pastor, kumain ka na ito. Paminsan-minsan lang, cheat day. Araw-araw, cheat day. Ah, sagot ko sa kanila, safely lang. Get thee behind me, Satan, you know? <laughs> What I'm saying is, hindi natin kaya mag-isa sa mundong ito. Are you listening? At hindi ko ibig sabihin na ang kinakausap mo lang, yung talagang magkaibigan kayo at pareho kayo gumagawa ng kalukuhan. Wala rin maitutulong sa iyo yun. Diba? Imagine mo, pare-pareho kayo, hindi naka-center kay Lord, nagkasama-sama kayo. Ano mga kwentuhan nyo? Uy, <laughs> wala si Pastor Bong. Pag dumarating si Pastor Bong, sabi nga pala sa Santiago, number, chapter 1. Pero pag wala si Pastor Bong, eh, sige, gawin, gawa kayo ng mga bagay. Diba? So, hindi kayo nagkakatulungan eh. You are hurting each other's life. So, pag sinabi ko spiritual relationships, dapat meron ka mga kaibigan that would not tolerate yung kasinulingan mo sa sarili. They would be bold enough and love you enough to say, kapatid, pag tinuloy mo yung tinatahak mo na yan, that will destroy your life. So I'm not saying that you should judge your friends. So sabihin mo sa friend mo, hindi kita gina-judge. Sabihin mo sa friend mo, sige katabi mo, hindi kita gina-judge. Kaya alam, minsan, agree ka na, agree sa akin. <laughs> Kung ano yung gusto ko, agree ka lang. <laughs> okay. The second reason, we move on title. We do not understand the value of wisdom. You see, mga kapatid, mahalaga knowledge, but knowledge in and of itself will not help you. Kailangan mo wisdom. Now, we live in a knowledge-saturated world ngayon. Pag meron kang gusto malaman, i-Google mo lang. Sino sa inyo, best friend nyo si Google? O, di ba? Dati, bumibili ka pa ng mga encyclopedia, mamahal eh. Hey, Google mo lang, alam mo na yung sagot eh. We live in a knowledge-saturated world and here's the problem. Akala natin, you know you are wise. No. When you know, you only know. <laughs> But you are not wise. There's some doctors na alam nila that cigarette smoking causes cancer pero they smoke. Meron silang knowledge, but they are not wise. Ano ba ibig sabihin ng wisdom? Yung ginagamit mo yung knowledge in a practical way sa buhay mo. Now, sabi sa Proverbs, you know, very clearly basahin natin, My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding, indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver and search for it as for hidden treasure, uh, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom from His mouth. Uh, from His mouth come knowledge and understanding. He holds success in store for the upright. He is a shield to those whose walk is blameless. For He guards the course of the just and protects the way of His faithful ones. Isi mga kapatid, walang mangyayari kung kinikala na kinig ng sermon. Walang may tutulong sa iyong sermon. 
Kahit tumatay ka pa ng isang katedbang mga semina, wala may tutulong sa iyo. You need wisdom. And wisdom comes from yung conversations mo with a person who is, uh, you know, with whom you're accountable para ma-evaluate ninyo yung mga nangyayari at mga decisions na gusto mong gawin sa life mo. Because sometimes hindi mo nakikita eh. Di ba? Sometimes it's so clear to a person na hindi involved emotionally sa ginagawa mo, kita niya na na you're being unwise. And ang problema sa atin is we always parang rely on knowledge. O alam ko naman yan eh. O nga alam mo, pero hindi mo ina-apply. I mean, if you have heard the gospel already, narinig nyo na yung gospel. Iba, hindi pa, hindi pa, hindi pa narinig yung gospel. Kausapin nyo ako mamaya para I can talk to you. Ha? Now you've heard the gospel. Alam nyo ba, listen carefully. Lahat ng mga troubles in life is really all about the gospel applied. Nakikinig mo pa kayo? Yung mga struggles mo, yung mga difficulties mo, it's just the gospel applied in that situation. Hindi mo lang siya may apply kasi hindi mo masyado pinag-iisipan. Pasok dito, labas doon sa kabila. And so sometimes hindi natin appreciate yung kahalagaan ng wisdom in our lives. Sakala natin, pag nakinig ako ng sermon ngayon, pag-uwi ko, I'm already wise. Kaya nga napakahalaga na may kausap ka para i-process eh. Kaya nga sinasabi ko sa inyo, di ba? After the sermon, magkita-kita kayo, i-process. Ano yung sinabi ni Pastor Bong? Ano yung mga, kutsita nga natin yun, tama ba yun, totoo ba yun? Why do we process? So that hindi lang basta pumasok at lumabas sa kabila, but we would just apply it in real life. Now, the third reason is we do not appreciate the effectiveness of modeling. Alam nyo ba na ang Christian life Naisa sa buhay lang when you know someone na nakikita mo na isinasabuhay yun. See, this is how Jesus taught His disciples. Hindi niya sinabi sa kanyang mga alagad. Hindi niya sinabi doon sa labing dalawa, Halikayo, come after me, may seminar tayo. No? Pag Sunday, you know, 2 to 3 p.m. Hindi. Sabi niya, come and follow me. Why? It is by observing his life and following what he does, doon lang nila nakikita, this is what it means to be fully devoted to God. And i-reverse natin yan, the people na pinapahalaga mo sa buhay at yung nakikita mong lives na nila is what you imitate unconsciously. Diba? Kaya nga sa pamilya, anong pinaka-powerful method ng pagpapalaki ng mga anak? Modeling. Eh apo, ikaw eh, isang magulang ka, may ginagawa kang mga bagay na, you know, hindi ka looban ng Diyos. Tapos so, sasabihin mo sa anak mo, huwag niyo gawin yung ginagawa ko ha. So, goodbye. <laughs> It doesn't work. Kasi kung ano ginagawa mo, susundin nila. It is by modeling eh. That's why sabi ni Paul ganito. Alam niyo siguro yung verse na yan. You, however, know all about my teaching, my way of life, my purpose, faith, patience, love, endurance, persecution, sufferings. In other words, Timothy, you know me. You saw my life. Sabi ni Paul. Sabi niya, what kinds of things happened to me in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra, the persecution I endured, yet the Lord rescued me from all of them. Timothy, nakita mo yung life ko. Nakita mo na the things that I endured, the things that hinarap ko, the things that I, you know, yung mga nangyari sa buhay ko. You know that. 
Hindi sabi niya ganito. In fact, everyone who lives, who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted while evildoers and impostors will go from bad to worse, deceiving and being deceived. Sinasabi ni Paul, Timothy, please watch my life. See how I lived. Because this is how I want you to live. The Christian life cannot be lived except na meron ka nakikita na somebody you trust who lives the way the Lord wants you to live. Kung lahat ng mga tinitingnan mo are people who do not live for the Lord, you will imitate them. And you will become like them. Yun ang dahilan, bakit sinasabi sa Bible na bad company corrupts good character, di ba? Pansinin niyo yung mga anak natin pagpunta sa college. Nung nasa high school, ang babait, di ba? Amen? Nung nasa high school, school, win, bahay, game ng konti, ang babait. Pagpasok na kolehiyo, Diyos ko po, anak ko ba ito? Ano nangyari? Depende ko sino yung naging dabarkads nila, di ba? Amen? Pag ang mga naging barkada nila, mahilig sa mga, you know, Kate, mga Korean uh, idols. So, yung mga buhok nila. Mamaya, kote pag-uwin nyo sa bahay, ganun na sila. It depends on who influences your life. Kaya hindi neutral yan eh. My wife used to tell me the story no, nung siya pamasok sa college, ang balak nila ng best friend niya na talagang magwala sila. Kasi nung high school daw, masyado sila mabait. Ito, story ito ng wife ko. You can ask her, verify niyo kung totoo to. Kasi naririnig ko to kwento na to palagi. No? Halos araw-araw pag... pag anyway. Sabi ng wife ko, balak nila na medyo maging loose ng konti sa college. Eh, nung first day na college, napaupo sila. Ang katabi nila... Sobrang tindi mag-aral. At yun ang naging dabarkats nila. Yung tipong talagang umihinga ng textbook. Yung kahit natutulog, nag-memorize ng mga formula. Parang so sila, anong kaibigan niya, kasi yun ang naging ka-close nila, kumbaga, eventually, nahawa sila doon sa kaibigan nila na yun. So lahat sila naging patatalino. Although, sabi ng wife ko, ewan ko ba, hindi ko nga alam paano ako naging ano, eh, nasa top eh. Pa, bigla na lang nangyari. Eh, no? Sabi ko, ganun ba? Kasi ako, nag-aaral ako ng gusto. 75 pa rin yung grade ko eh. No? Anyway, ang point ko ganito, yung sino yung kaibigan mo, sino yung ka-close mo, you will be like them. Unless guarded ka. I don't mean to say na huwag ka magkipakaibigan sa mga hindi mananampalataya. Diba? Huwag naman ganun. Diba? Amen? Huwag naman tayo maging sarado. So kung may mga kaibigan tayo na hindi naniniwala kay Lord, okay lang yon. Pero huwag kumaya. So that is the problem. Kasi pag hindi tayo nagbantay, we will be deceived. But as for you, sabi niya, continue in what you have learned and have become convinced of because you know those from whom you learned it. Okay? And how from infancy you have known the Holy Scriptures which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. So, kilala mo yung mga tao. So, all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Magpasalamat ka kung may mga kaibigan ka na word-centered. Na alam nila yung word of God. 
Hindi yung parang akorde naman, di ba? Tiyo mag-uusap kayo. Nga pala, you know, nau- nagugutom ako eh. You're hungry for the Lord. You know, so, huwag lang mag-alala. Sobrang OA naman yan. You know? Parang over-spiritualized, you know? over-saved, di ba? Sabi sa GLS nung araw. Hindi, yung normal lang naman. Bar- barkada kayo, pero you know how to speak the truth in love sa panahon na kailangan. Hindi yung goal lang kayo ng go sa lahat ng bagay na gusto nyong gawin, even though it is contrary to the will of God. Magpasalamat ka kung may friend ka who would always remind you. Hindi yung ano ah, hindi yung ibang mga kabataan dito na pag lumalapit ako, nag, nagtatawanan sila pag lapit ko. Nga pala, sabi sa First Corinthians, alam mo, hindi totoo yun eh. Hindi ko na babanggitin kung sino gumagawa nun. Pero, itago na lang natin sa pangalan. Okay, let's move on. So, panguli, we do not practice the discipline of multiplication. And I think ito yung dahilan bakit minsan mahirap talaga maghirap ng spiritual friendship sa church. You know why? Kasi ganito yung mindset ng maraming tao eh. Nagahanap sila ng ministry kung saan nababagay sila at gusto nila mamatay na doon. You know, okay, kung ano man ministry, gusto ko kumanta, wow, ba't ka nasa praise team? Eh, alam mo naman, pastor, gusto ko kumanta. Okay, ano pa ang balak mo maliban sa kumanta? Idea, kumanta. Meron ka pa ba ibang goal? Oh, kumanta. You know, Wala ka na ibang goal in life except kumanta. In other words, most people search a ministry that they like and they stay there until they die without, without any vision of multiplication. Now, oops. What happened? Ka na ulap. Na akong umuwi o gusto niyo na akong... Okay. <laughs> Ah, spiritual friend ko ba yun nandun? Okay. Alright. Sorry. Sabi sa 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 1 to 6, bilis ako na kasi last segundo na lang. You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus and the things you have heard me say in the presence of many witnesses and trust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. Timothy, huwag mo suluhin yung mga tinuro ko sa'yo. Timothy, huwag mo isipin na ikaw lang. Timothy, isipin mo how you can multiply. How you can help others discover kung ano yung kanilang, kung ano yung purpose ni Lord sa buhay nila. Timothy, i-invest mo yung buhay mo sa ibang tao. Timothy, wag lang ikaw masaya sa ministry mo. You see, the reason bakit may mahirap minsan maghanap ng mga spiritual friendship? Kasi halos lahat ng mga tao, pag nagsiserve na sila, iniisip na lang nila na doon silang masaya eh. They don't really care about others na hindi pa nila. They discover kung ano yung ministry nila. You know, pasensya na lang kayo. Manapin nyo na lang yan. Pakausapin nyo si Pastor Bong. There's so many people dito na hindi pa nila alam kung ano yung kanilang apostolic mission. And by the way, next month, yun ang ating pag-uusapan because everybody, kahit sino pa kayo, we are called to be sent out. Hindi lang kami ang gustong gamitin ni Lord sa mundong ito. Lahat po tayo. But that's topic natin next month. Pero anyway, sabi niya, join with me in suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. Sabi niya, oh, ayaw na ulit gumana ng aking, yeah, can, uh, meron ba akong spiritual friend dyan? 
Okay. No one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. Similarly, anyone who competes as an athlete does not receive the victor's crown, except by competing according to the rules. The hardworking farmer should be the first to receive a share of the crops. Reflect on what I'm saying, for the Lord will give you insight into all this. Kailangan committed ka dito. Kailangan umuhayaan na ma-distract ka ng ibang bagay. Kasi it takes commitment to develop other people. Nakikinig po ba kayo? Di ba? It takes commitment para mag-spend ka ng time sa isang tao. Tapos sasabihin niya sa'yo, kapatid, pwede ba tayo mag-uusap doon sa coffee beans, sa Robinsons? Ah, oh, take na, dami kong gagawin, marami pa akong labate. It takes commitment for you to say na, sige, I'll spend time with you kasi kailangan mo ng wisdom eh, from God. So let's talk. Eh kaso wala masyadong time. If we're all busy with our career and mga kono, at masaya na tayo sa ministry natin, well, all the rest of the body of Christ, hindi na nila alam kung gagawin nila in the kingdom of God. Much less kung meron sila mga trials, hindi na alam paano susolvin. Where are the people who can come alongside and help them? So here's the problem. Kaya minsan very challenging. Sino ba ang pwede kong maging companion? In fact, some of you dito, Kaya kayo nag-progress na in the Lord for quite some time ngayon. Iba sa inyo, matatagal na rito. Diba? Hindi ako right now. Naalala ko, yung iba sa inyo, nakikita ko yan, tumatakbo-takbo pa kayo dito. Diba? Nahinahabol pa kayo ng kids church workers nyo. Diba? Pero ngayon, adult na kayo. Iba sa inyo, may asawa na. Diba? Itong pandemic, halos lahat ng tao gusto mag-asawa. Dami ko kinasal ba? Isaisi ko, ano meron sa pandemic? Ba't lahat gusto mong pakasal? And then na-discover ko dahilan. Matipid. Kasi konti lang iimbitahan mo. Lahat takot eh sa virus. Anyway, here's my point. Some of you have grown in your faith in the Lord. Pero you are not investing in the life of another person man lang. Amen? And there are many people in need. Maraming tao nangangailangan ng companion, somebody to come alongside in their life. So, here's my point to conclude ito. Discipleship can only be accomplished through spiritual relationships. Hindi tayo magiging disciple of Christ hanggang hindi tayo accountable to somebody else. Hindi mo kaya mag-isa. Kahit anong gawin mo. So, we cannot grow and become mature if we don't have spiritual relationships in our lives. Amen? Okay. Naitindihan natin yon, di ba? Don't wait for others. Take the initiative. Sabihin mo dun sa dapat cuts mo, close mo, pwede ba na hindi lang tayo magkengkuyang? Pwede ba tayo magtulungan? So we can be spiritually mature in the Lord? Yung iba sa inyo, you can approach me, di ba? Sabi, mga kalalaki yan, number one na yan, struggle sa kanila yan. Yung mga sila, Brother Felix, yung mga leaders ng Remix, ako sinasabi, I'm available. Minsan nga, para ako sirang plaka, I'm available, I'm available, I'm available. Wala naman kumukontak sa akin. Pwede naman akong kausapin. Isnabero ba si Pastor Bong? Hindi naman, di ba? Brother Raymond, isnabero ba ako? Hindi naman, di ba? Okay. Basta pakapihin mo lang ako. Walang problema sa akin yan. I can, I can talk to you anytime. 
So, ulitin ko po ha, discipleship can only be accomplished through spiritual relationships. Can you help this church become a mentoring church? Amen? Can we all help each other? Kung wala kayong somebody ka-close ninyo is walking alongside with you in your life, can you please look for somebody, okay, sabihin nyo sa akin, I'll find somebody to help you. Tapos kung ikaw ay medyo nagmamature ka na kay Lord, matagal ka na ba? Kung doon, Paul Galang, 39 years old na, you know, konti na lang, 40 na, you know. Maybe he can be somebody who can help you out. Di ba? Let's all apply itong pinag-uusapan natin. Amen? So to the person on your left or your right, sabi mo, sana napakinggan mo yan. Kasi ikaw itutukoy ni Pastor Bong. Amen? Let's bow our heads. Lord, uh, salamat po. We need this. We need this, Lord God. People here, Panginoon, have lived their lives so far without accountability, without anyone speaking the truth in love sa kanila. Please, Lord, help them. Alam ko, for some, it may be quite a challenge. Depends sa personality. For some people, medyo madali ito. For some, medyo struggle just to trust others. But Lord, I pray na ROCC will become a place kung saan hindi mahirap maghanap ng spiritual companion, ng friend who would walk with us in this life. Tulungan niyo po kami, dear Lord. We still have a long way to go. Pero by your grace, I pray Nang ROCC would truly become a place kung saan nobody would feel alone, nobody would feel na walang tao nagkikare sa kanila, but everybody would experience yung spiritual friendship and companionship na kailangan namin lahat. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Thanks be to God. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil. That's solo.to slash rlccphil. See you again!